Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. We have the whole enchilada. I we love do. To say that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we have all of the wax lips. Wax lips. It makes me hungry when I say the whole enchilada, but wax lips, didn't we used to eat those? The- so that's funny how we're playing the band, the wax lips, take what you want. And that's kind of appropriate for the season. It's Halloween very soon. And today, Friday the 13th. So I mean, It's a lucky day. Did you it know is. That? It can be. <laughs> it can be. There's a lot of history on that yeah. the 13th. <laughs> but did we eat the wax lips or did we just put them on? I think, we've, I think you've tried them on. Everyone was like, you know, you put them on, you wore them, but then you ended up biting them at some point. Yeah, and we're like, gosh. oh, I guess you could. Memories but of I, I don't the seventies. Went out of your way to buy them. I think they no. just like naturally. Okay, happen. well that is the Wax Lips. That's their <laughs> new song, "Take What You Want," and they'll be at Bailey's Corner. Mm-hmm. That's Clinton, Whidbey Island, Friday, October twentieth. That's next Friday. You can reach out to them, thewaxlips.com. They also have the Wax Lips uh, Facebook and Instagram. And it was so cool because I knew they were going to go into a studio, but when I saw them on Instagram, they were in the same studio that Van Connor and I were in. I, I were in? We were in. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Bradley, who was our producer, which is their producer. So it's Earth, a Strange Earth Record, mm-hmm. or Strange Earth, it used to be Strange Earth Records, Strange Earth Studio. Um, so it was pretty ex- exciting. That was their first song that they just did, and they'll probably be doing more. And Bradley sang, sang back up and played on our, our album. So... Small world. Very small. You could always ask Chuck, our guest, about wax lips, too. <laughs> I'm going to. Okay, then. I <laughs> so, set him up. At the end of the show, we will play that song, the whole song, and then you can reach out to them and go um, on Bandcamp and, and get it. All right. Joining us this morning is Chuck Pettis from Earth Sanctuary. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, Dina. Do you remember wax lips? I remember as a young child, wax lips that you would put in your mouth and they would have this funny uh, liquid in them. Oh, <laughs> that's what makes sense. We knew I knew there's something we were eating in there with red dye 44. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember it because I, I actually grew up here in Factoria. That's where the studio is. And we'd walk down to Eastgate and we get a bag full of candy. Man, my teeth weren't very good back then. So, yeah, wax lips. All right, here we go. So we are retreating to Whidbey Island. And the last time we were really together was Earth Day, you and I. Yes. We've had some good times at Earth Sanctuary. Thank you for uh, being there and for your retreats. Oh, it was amazing. And the women had such a good time. We did the chakra readings and then you toured them. And that's when the labyrinth just got finished. You know, all the bushes were taken out and they got to walk it for the first time. Um, I've been going to the Earth Sanctuary since I used to live on Camino. I've been going forever. Sherry White's like, you've got to stop by Earth Sanctuary. So my stop before I left the island was your place. And then eventually I got to meet you with Gail Picken, my friend, and you toured us. And then now it's kind of my place. Sometimes I go and I run up the, is it the the trail that goes up uh, up the hill? Is it the, the Celestial Trail or the Middle Path Trail? Celestial. That's my favorite. And then I just kind of do my little meditation on the way back and take some pictures and watch some birds and just a super lovely place. So what inspired you to do Earth Sanctuary? Well, nature and protecting the environment and uh, trying to do a, a noble, excellent job with the 
a forest. Uh, we, get, we just keep planting more trees, more plants. We're up to 3,250 trees, 15,000 native plants plus lots of new species. Uh, and then I love sacred space. So my book, Secrets of Sacred Space, is uh, motivated me to create this sculpture garden, peaceful and magical place to visit. And um, it's also a place where I want to inspire people to meditate more, be more mindful. So these sacred spaces are designed to make it easy for you to go deep and uh, explore your mindfulness and become more happy. And I, I don't know why I want to go here first, because it's the last thing I want to talk about, but was the importance of sacred space and prayer and setting intentions and, and having those, I want to say ceremonies, rituals. What's the importance of that? Uh, the importance is that we need to have uh, positive, helpful habits. We have too many negative habits. So it's time to have positive habits like meditating, doing rituals, being kind, being compassionate, being generous, given all what's going on in the world right now is such a good time to practice compassion, to practice kindness, to send loving kindness to all the beings suffering, all the people suffering around the world. Yeah, and I, you know, three years ago, I interviewed a, a yogi guy in Portugal, and he had a book, uh, We Are the Lights, and uh, he was getting really upset with what was going on in the world, and he says, Dina, you need to get on your Facebook page, and you, you got to just tell people, blah, 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 and I said, I'll, I'll meditate on it, and, and what I got was, expand your light, and everything will be all right, and that's still my mantra, because if I'm having a day, and I can see it going the wrong way, and I go to the Earth Sanctuary... I get right, I get my head, I say, get my head back on straight, you know, and just that time to retreat, whether it's by yourself or with other people and, and get into meditation or a, a ceremony or even hands-on healing or whatever that is, uh, it, it is the answer to the question right now is to stop. Yeah. Uh, Earth Sanctuary is so magical in terms of the effect it has on people. Uh, when people get there, the first thing I hear from them is how peaceful it is. And then after they've gone to some of the special places, they realize that this is a place of spiritual power, of upliftment, of realization. And uh, they leave happy and peaceful and inspired. I think we need a lot more places like that in the world. So I'm just trying to be a good example. You are. And, and I call it a multiverse. Uh, how do I say like, um, the more I meditate, and I don't mean this in a bad way, the more I do my inner work and the more I'm alone and I find my higher self, the, the more I find myself alone. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, yeah. We need to pay attention to ourselves and what we say and what we do. Uh, and you, with your positive outlook, are a very good example of that because we need to be and model what we want the world to be. So we need to be kind. We need to be generous. Uh, we need to help others. And um, so take someone to Earth Sanctuary. Uh, come and do a retreat. Spend some time with yourself. Do some practices. Journal. Do ritual. Uh, enjoy nature. And uh, just get outside. Get away from all the electronics and be in nature. Nature is the key place for, for mindfulness. And yeah, that electricity, the energy that all the EMFs, the phones, the lights, the computers, and now our kids are in front of them all day long. And I, I can tell, um, I have a hard time being in crowds right now. I have a hard, I just don't like it. I had tickets to go to a concert tonight. I gave them away. 
because I, yesterday I was at the uh, the beach for three hours in the in the fog with a heron, <laughs> you know, just sitting there, and it was so uh, the word is peaceful. It was peaceful, and it just it feels good. Um, and I know a lot. Like I'm looking at Seattle from here. I can see Seattle skyline. We saw the sunrise and all that today, but. A lot of people are on pavement, sitting in a you know plastic chair or plastic shoes, and so for people that don't understand that um, electric magnetic say it EMFs electric magnetic fields, can you tell people what that is? Because some people might not know. Well, I'm into sacred fields, so uh, we need to get away from the screen. We need to get away from all those uh, frequencies, and we need to get into nature whether it's to go for a hike, go around Green Lake, come to Whidbey Island, come to Earth Sanctuary. What's really important in these times is to get away from the mess, get away from the anxiety, and go to a place where you can be peaceful, where you can be one with yourself or where you can be with another person having a meaningful conversation uh, in, a, in a beautiful, natural place. And there's lots of places to do that around Seattle. and. And uh, that and, and people need to get out more. Mm -hmm. It's really important uh, to clear the mind and to exercise the body and to do forest bathing, whatever you want to do to get clear, to get open, uh, to get more sacred in your life, to lead a more spiritual life. And instead of the mundane and the unwholesome things going on all around us. Mm -hmm. And I call it a tune up. So I give chakra prescriptions, but being on the earth, with the earth, Mother Nature, um, being alone also. And and you and I had lunch uh, when we were discussing the, the Earth Sanctuary Earth Day event. And we were talking about, you go, I'm going to tell you some stuff, and it might be weird. And I'm like, nope, that's exactly like me. We went back and forth, kind of like, I do the same thing. But that whole, my book's called Our Energy Matters. So the more tuned up you are, and the higher your chakras are buzzing, like your higher chakras, the more likely you can have your higher voice come through. You can have your intuition. You might feel things other people don't feel because you're like an instrument that's tuned up. So we could go into a space and feel imprints on, of energy in a home or in a space. And what, what do you call that if you, you are super sensitive like that? Super sensitive sounds good. <laughs> okay, cool. And so you and I might, I went... For my first time back, I went to a home and I sensed some things and, and felt some stuff. And, and then we go outside to look at the house because one room I went into was super sad. And then we went outside and she goes, that's the original building because you could tell the foundation was different. And so it was the oldest part of the house. And I kept seeing farm, farmland, farm. And she goes, yeah, a farmer lived here. And I think he maybe passed away in the room or something like that. I'm only bringing up because it just happened and it felt so good that I knew I was still in tune with that that energy, that unseen energy, and I think that's what you get when you you meditate or you you have time alone in nature. You start to get direction. The light goes back on. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about Earth Sanctuary is the ley lines and the ley line power centers that are at all the sacred spaces, and these are spiritual fields that hold the feelings and emotions and experiences of people who've come before. And since almost everybody who goes to Earth Sanctuary is spiritual in some regard. So there's all these this spiritual energy at all these sacred spaces. So when someone comes into there, if they're needing an inspiration, if they're needing a hookup, there's synchronicity that happens that gives them a boost up, that gives them a quantum jump in their consciousness to get to a new level of being. And I think that is really important. 
And uh, I think it's also important for people to have more meaningful conversations. Uh, you know, we don't need gossip and all that stuff. We need people talking about what's really important in their lives and to help other people through whatever they're going through and then to uh, congratulate them and be with them when they're celebrating their happiness and their, their successes. So let's talk about, well, there's many sites on the, the, the at Earth Sanctuary. Let's talk about the stupa. Yeah, well, the stupa is perhaps one of the most powerful places there. It is, the stupa is the most sacred Buddhist monument. Uh, it was done, and there were seven ceremonies done there, Tibetan Buddhist ceremonies by His Holiness Jigdal Dakshin Sakya. Uh, the first ceremony was a ceremony for any beings that were going to be hurt while we built the stupa. Within the stupa are incredibly sacred, beautiful, symbolic items, relics, um, precious items, Buddhist teachings, uh, all kinds of magical, spiritual items uh, in three different chambers. And it is a place for uh, uh, meditation and prayer. What I recommend is when people go to the stupa, they circumambulate it, which means walk around it mindfully clockwise with an intention of prayer. May all beings be happy. May all beings be free of suffering. And what that does is it amplifies your altruistic spiritual feelings and care for others and uh, makes it, and it also, the benefit of this particular stupa is it extends your life. So there's actually at least three people in groups to come to the stupa every day for their prayers and their meditations and to circumambulate the stupa for their, for their life and for their friends and the people they care about. So it is a it's an altruistic spiritual practice. And altruism is actually the key. When you wish good for others, karmically in the future, that good's gonna come back to you. So these sacred spaces amplify your goodness, amplify your altruistic uh, prayers and blessings, and will bring them to you in the future. This Holiness of Dalai Lama called the selfish altruism. So take it as you will. The key thing is we need to be thinking about others, wishing well for others, and uh, wishing that they be free of suffering. It's a good investment <laughs> all around. An excellent long-term investment. Yes. You're exactly right. The payoff, it, it, it's it's there. And how about the prayer wheels? Uh, the prayer wheels are very similar. The prayer wheels are filled with uh, mantras and prayers for loving kindness and compassion. Uh, there are two special prayer wheels at Earth Sanctuary, one by the Cottonwood Stone Circle, one by the Dolmen. Each are filled with 1.3 trillion prayers. And when you spin the prayer wheel with the same intention, may all beings be happy, may everybody be free of suffering. It sends happiness and relief of suffering to all beings in all realms. And if just one revolution of that prayer wheel, there's so many prayers and mantras in it, is equivalent to over 40,000 years of reciting a prayer. So it's super powerful. I believe it's helped make Earth Sanctuary a very special celestial realm, if you will. And uh, it's a what better thing to do than to wish everyone you know to be happy. And that was my favorite memory is the dolmen. Now I remember. And I love watching the women spin the wheel because they were conscious of like thinking about something positive. And then we went into the dolmen, all of us, and you did a meditation with us. Do you remember how yes. we all squeezed in there? <laughs> uh, it's a good place to squeeze in and do a meditation. It's uh, It was the first sacred space at Earth Sanctuary. It's over a ley line power center. 
His Holiness Jig Del Dachshund Sak, Her Eminence Damakusha Sak, and Nimala uh, all did a fire puja, a fire ceremony there at the very beginning. Um, Grandmother Vaya, the Skagit Solace tribe, came there and, and blessed it and talked to the stones who said they would be there for hundreds of years doing their work. It's a place of uh, sacredness and a place for deep meditation. Uh, right beside it is a special little place called a peace garden. It has two benches that overlook the West Pond. It's a wonderful place just to sit and relax or have a little conversation. And then we did the, how important is breath? Because that's what we worked on was breathing. And then I think we did two. I did one with Gail and you two were how many thoughts you have in a minute. Yeah, so the, my favorite meditation is to focus on your breath. It's a calm abiding meditation that's designed to calm yourself. So in, the, in this meditation, what you do is you count your breaths. So an inhale and exhale would be a one. Another inhale, exhale would be two. And you breathe normally. And uh, you see how far high you can get. So try to get to 21 breaths without getting distracted. And if you can get to 21, see how high you can go. Uh, another meditation, as you mentioned, is to count up how many thoughts you have. So a thought is uh, a sensation you have, something you see, um, a, a, a list, what you're worrying about. You just count them all up, one, two, three, four, five. Just watching and counting your thoughts reduces the number of thoughts you have. These kind of calm abiding meditations are designed to create spaces between your thoughts uh, so that you can be peaceful and be very happy. When you aren't thinking, you can't worry. You can only be happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I practice mostly getting on the ferry, coming here, being on time and all that stuff. But just be in the present moment. And it just feels, um, how do you, I don't know how to say it. It's like you're in a dream world. But it's, it's just, there's, you don't have anxiety. You don't have the stress. But is, I'll say, um, if I start thinking something negative or future or past or worry, I tap an angel in my car. And it just, it's just enough to get me back, centered. I have these little things that I do that I one is I tell myself to be quiet and like like you would a little kid who's time for nap time. There's certain little techniques I have that when I start going too far in the future, I start replaying the past or that whole worry thing. I just tell myself to be quiet <laughs> and it works, but it's mastership of your mind. And the most important thing is to get someplace where you are alone, because if you're constantly talking and you have schedules, you have to be on all the time. There isn't really room for the I, I, the synchronicity comes when you're in the zone, if that makes sense. Totally. You know, when you're in nature and you're quiet uh, and you practice one of these meditations, all of a sudden you hear the tree frogs. You, you're cognizant of the wind, your feet on the ground, you're grounded. Uh, you're more aware of your body and so you can relax more. So it gets you away from all this stuff outside of you and get you back into yourself, get you back into your heart, gets get you back into your heart place and your place of love, kindness, and blessings. Oh, amen. So uh, there's a few more things I want to talk about. The medicine wheel, because I just did that last this week, or it was, was this week. I think it was Monday. I can't remember my life most of the time, but it, it how do I say it? I love it because I like it. There's, there's no cameras. I like that. And I like it that it's kind of hard to find. So a lot of people don't know about it, but you're doing your, you're not, how do I say, you're not bothered, <laughs> but people go looking for it and it's that multiverse. But I always feel like when I get there, I'm the only person alive. I don't know if that makes sense. It's my It's time. a very special place. 
uh, was created by Clouche of the Natuna tribe of Vancouver Island. Uh, it's built on 20 tons of white sand. It's a true Native American medicine wheel. Uh, it's blessed and consecrated every year. Uh, and it, it, it's a place where there is a protocol. So uh, to, to do this medicine wheel, I had to get permission. Uh, we have a, a legal agreement uh, of what's permitted, what's not permitted. So there's a protocol. So at the prayer wheel, there's a, a can or, that has a smudge and tobacco. So before you go in, you smudge yourself for purification. You take the tobacco in your left hand. There's a laminated sheet that tells you what to do. You go into it. You face out from east. You do prayers in each of the directions. The medicine wheel is designed to amplify your prayers. And it's a place of grandmothers, grandfathers, creator. So when you're in there, you're surrounded by and you've invoked the grandmothers, the grandfathers, the earth spirit who are there with you, helping you amplify your prayers and to provide the blessings to the world and the nature and the earth that are so desperately needed right now. Uh, so yeah, it's a really special place. And um, I'm constantly replenishing the smudge. I was there yesterday, so there's smudge and tobacco. I'm going to put more fresh smudge there later today. So it's ready for people who'd like to go there. You do need to take off your shoes one person at a time, and it's the only place at Earth Sanctuary where photos are not allowed. And, and when I do the Celestial Trail, I notice a bunch of plastic uh, bottles everywhere because we didn't have any rain for a while. So tell people about the Memorial Tree Program. Yeah, so we just planted uh, over uh, 200 new trees and plants, part of the 500-year plan to return the property to mature old growth forest. And two or three years ago, I uh, I found people wanting to have a memorial of some sort at Earth Sanctuary. So I thought, why don't we have a memorial tree program? So people at Earth Sanctuary can come and pick a tree as a memorial for them, a loved one, or even for themselves. And uh, I put a little marker by it. Uh, some people can also have ashes put by their tree or the ashes of a loved one. Uh, it's been more successful, quote unquote, and more relieving of people of grief and bringing them happiness and joy of the loved one than anything I could have imagined. I just ran into some folks yesterday who went and visited their redwood tree for their loved one, and they're, they come frequently. They were so happy to honor their loved one. It's uh, such a wonderful uh, thing to let's create a tree for someone or to put their ashes so their ashes will become part of that tree in the future. Uh, it's really a wonderful uh, spiritual service, and it sure beats, in my view, a cemetery or a graveyard or something like that. Amen. And I love that because it's alive. I have a hard time giving people flowers that are going to die in a week because it's kind of depressing. But when you give some somebody something that's living, it just the energy behind something living is a lot longer. How's that? I and I, I am going to do uh, another uh, retreat coming up. But tell people about the retreat center. Sure. Uh, there's a a house on the property, the Year Sanctuary Retreat Center. Uh, it has. Uh, a nice kitchen in the eating area, a big meditation, seating room, uh, two bedrooms with single beds, uh, a bathroom, uh, a shower and bathtub. Uh, it's been a retreat center now, I think, for 23 years. So it's got an incredibly good feeling to it. Uh, and uh, we've, we're pretty much booked most of every month. 
And uh, so it's good to plan ahead. Uh, if you go to earthsanctuary.org and click on Retreat Center, there's an availability calendar so you can see what's available. And then we have an online sign-up form. And then it, the Retreat Center is also available for people like yourself who'd like to do their own retreat and organize uh, their own spiritual uh, get-together and, and uh, retreat. Uh, and so uh, come on up. Take a retreat. Get away. Meditate. Do a spiritual practices of your own path. I was at the gym working out. That's when I get all my aha moments besides the woods. But I'm like, I got to go online. So I go online and it was the full moon that was open. That was the only weekend open in October. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> so I can't think of a better place. If it's, I'm doing it for myself, too, you know, because it's nice for me to teach or do Reiki. I do the chakra readings. It, it It's my purpose and my passion. So I feel so blessed to have your earth, the earth sanctuary there for me. And um, I just think that I invite people to come out and you don't have to come out with me. You can come out. It's all daylight year round. You can't bring a dog, but that's okay because of the why. It's for the wildlife. You know, if you have a dog, then the squirrels, the chipmunks, everything disappears. So it's a place where nature and wildlife are the top priority. So you can leave your dog in the car if you'd like. You know, it's now nice and cool now, so you don't need to worry about that. And uh, it's, yeah, please do. By the way, when is your retreat again? Uh, the 27th, 28th, and 29th. And you know, because I did the Earth uh, Day with you, I found more places I hadn't been before. And then I saw the duck pond for the first time. Uh, and, and I love the seasons because when I go, I'm a photographer. And when the leaves are all gone, things open. I just keep finding more things every time I go there. And now the leaves will start to drop. Oh, and it smells different. Uh, the colors. So I even love winter. I even went last year when it snowed. I was so stoked because I could drive. And the stupa had snow on it. And I got to walk in the snow. Um, I think being in, t um, in touch with the seasons, too, because that tells you when to slow down. It tells you when to speed up. Spring is so amazing because all of a sudden it's darker because there's so many leaves and you're underneath of them. It's just I love photography. So I, if I have some time, that's where I go, especially on a sunny day. And then, and then the clouds. But the, the bird watching. If you want to get in touch with nature, it, I'm bird nerd. I love birds. <laughs> and yeah. that's, well, that's what you provide. You know, I just read a book on owls. And then it motivated me. I just ordered a barred owl nesting box which has arrived. So uh, we have the Boy Scouts who come and clear out our nesting boxes for the hooded mgansers and the wood ducks. So I'm going to ask them to put up this barred owl nesting box because people keep seeing the barred owl. We've even been seeing the great horned owl. So, and they're out now hoot, hoot, hooting. So good time to be out listening and looking for those owls. And spring, it was two swans. Is that right? We had two, actually we had three swans for at the beginning and then there was two and then one. And uh, we never had swans before. And then, then they left. <laughs> they well, arrived and then they left. And so birds come, they go. So they're migrating. The osprey were just left at the beginning of October. So then they come in the spring. What a treat. And so there's two places you can get in. Um, and I'll let Chuck tell you that. But uh, it's $7 donation, basically. It's beautiful. Um, I usually go to the labyrinth and the dolmen first. But if you don't want to walk too much, you could go to the other entrance and drive. So tell them about how, how to park and such. 
Yeah, so there's two entrances. One is at 2059 Newman Road. And then there's another one at 5536 Ema Road, which is not too far away. Uh, you can walk from one to the other. Some people I've noticed, particularly people who, you know, aren't that strong with walking, will first park at the Newman Road parking lot and do that area, and then the drive to the Ema Road by the stupa, and then do that loop there with the uh, the uh, ley line uh, sculpture and the baby gray wheel, medicine wheel, and and the, the fence stone circle, cottonwood stone circle. So do it however you want. And there's maps. There's maps. There's maps there. So uh, and then two. Uh, really, if before you go, go to uh, earthsanctuary.org, and then you could go uh, to your podcasts. Yes, I have a whole series of podcasts uh, about each of the sacred spaces, also about how Earth Sanctuary is created, the spiritual and magical processes and techniques we've done to create the Earth Sanctuary and the feeling that's there. So come and check it out for yourself and see what it feels like. And so future plans are just to continue with the trees. Uh, anything else new coming up that you want to share? Uh, we have a couple things we'd like to do, but they aren't here yet. So until I can know they're within reach, so we go. Uh, I've got other sculptures I want to do. Right now, I've been focusing on more trees. We This year, we've actually, I think, replanted almost all of our sanctuary, mainly with conifers, uh, long-living trees, to uh, set Earth Sanctuary in place to become an old growth forest in four or 500 years. Yay. And then the labyrinth. So you got to check it out because it's, it's, it's uh, cleared. But every time I go, I can't get in. Because, you know, I see other people and they're they're really into what they're doing. So I, I don't bother them, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I haven't been back since the last time we were together. So I, I, I that'll be my time. My time is coming, right? I'll get there. Yeah, it's looking good. You know, the Pennsylvania Bluestone Path is uh, so clear now. You can really see the the labyrinth image. And uh, yeah, I was just there yesterday, and there was two women just walking and amazingly mindful. I just went down and looked out to the middle pond and and walked quietly be, but, but as I left beside them. So uh, just be respectful if uh, people are in a space where you want to visit and, uh, and be patient. Yeah, and uh, be thankful for the energy they leave for you as you enter. And that's a good way to leave this. That's all around on Earth. <laughs> it's all about our energy. So do what you can to keep yourself filled up, and that spreads to other people. And that's how we change the world. Onward and upward. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Chuck, and I will see you on Whidbey Island. That's EarthSanctuary.org. Thank you. Thank you, Dina Marie. Keep up the good work. You're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Are you interested in natural remedies? Unlock the secrets of herbalism and traditional holistic healing modalities with a 12-month herbalism mentorship program. I will be your mentor, Sharon Maureen. I have been practicing and teaching herbalism for three decades. Dive deep into the world of herbs each month. Learn their history, how herbs support your body, and even make your own remedies. I am also a nutritional consultant and life coach. I will be by your side and you will be mentored, but you will also be supported in healing your own body. Limited spots are available for this transformative journey. 
So seize the opportunity to deepen your connection to the healing power of herbs. Connect with me at SharonMaureen.com today to secure your spot and start your path to wellness with the Herbalism Mentorship beginning January 2024. Join me, Dina Marie, at the Earth Sanctuary on beautiful Woodby Island, Friday, October 27th, 28th, or 29th. Retreat with me individually or bring a friend or family member to relax and experience island time. Your three-hour retreat will include a private healing session with me to align your energy and open you up to receiving all that nature has to offer. We will visit a labyrinth, medicine wheel, and stone circles on 72 acres of Earth Sanctuary's mature old growth forest. Earth Sanctuary combines art and sacred places to create a sanctuary for birds, wildlife, and a peaceful personal spiritual connection. This retreat will definitely lift your spirits and energize you as we move into the darker times of the year. Each time is included and will give you time to savor your experience on Woodby Island. Space is limited and will fill up fast. Reach out to me at dina-marie.com or call 425-350-5448 for more information. So are you ready to walk in your own unique journey? Step into freedom with Soul Journey Healer, offering sessions and mentorship experiences that can help you dream up your soul vision and harmonize spiritual awakening with your own frequency. By clearing blocks, dissolving unproductive patterns, and raising your vibration, you can open pathways to expand into a higher version of yourself. Visit souljourneyhealer.com to schedule your free 20-minute discovery session today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Okay, we're back. Mm-hmm. And joining me this morning is Amy Garcia. Good morning, Amy. Hi, Dina. How are you? Oh, great. We haven't used phone for so long. We forgot how to <laughs> we do it. We dusted it off. <laughs> Jeez. Woo. It's like dinosaur things. I don't know what we're doing. Okay. But Benny and I are back. Yay. All right. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. My pleasure. So where did you meet me? Well, in 2012, I took an adventure to the island of Kauai. And I think we probably ran in the same circles, people interested in healing arts. And one day, my friend Rose uh, took me to a holistic fair. And she goes, oh, here's Dina Marie. You should try her chakra readings. So I got one done with the gemstones, and I bought your book. And I really enjoyed both of them. But then I didn't get on social media till probably 2018, and then I started following you on Facebook. And then, I think it was a couple of years ago, because I can't remember probably the last three years, but anyways, I get a text or email from you, and you were living in California at the time, and you came for a would-be retreat with me. 
Yes, it was amazing. You make it look so enticing with those ocean shots and the pretty forest. I'm like, you had me at island, but I couldn't wait to check it out. Yeah, so you lived in Kauai at the same time I was there. And then we both reunited on Whidbey Island. And the special part about it, I didn't know it was the fall equinox. So it must have been two years ago. Or was it a year ago? Two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you had lost somebody during the pandemic. So we were at the Whidbey Institute. And this was the, God, the frosting. I don't like frosting. How about something really good on a cake? But anyways, you pulled out a, a Native American flute and you did ceremony with me. Well, yes. Um, my Earthways teacher lived in Washington on the mainland, and I had been up here to visit his group. And we did a year-long course with him, and part of that was constructing your own peace pipe. And peace is, you know, very, very important to me, especially in these times. Um, so I had hiked the mainland and couldn't find a place to do ceremony. And then you said, oh, I know this great spot. And it was just perfect because I wanted to honor his memory and bring peace in. Because, you know, a lot of us have been going through a lot after the pandemic. And Whidbey Institute is just an amazing place. And it was just, for me, it was you, usually the equinox, I'll do something. And, you know, I, it was a weird time. My head was still kind of foggy. But you and I had a really great time together. And we just topped it off with that. And. Um, I don't know how to say it, like that, that ceremony and, and with someone else. And then it was very powerful. And then you left some stones there. Right. It's, it's so rare to find someone like you who gets me and would say ceremony, sure, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's just such a sacred connection with the earth because, you know, the earth ways you're drawing in all of the elements and the ancestors to support you. So... I really value that memory, and I go back to that spot now and again. <laughs> Why did she go back to that spot? Because a little bit ago, you decided you came back and visited me again, and now where are you staying? Well, I'm um, in southern Whidbey now. Um, I'm in a rental, and my husband and I are looking for retirement properties because this has everything both of us want, and I'm working for with a great realtor, April Howard. She's amazing. She's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, every day is just like I'm a kid in a candy store. I check out all the trails, all the beaches. And it's nice to connect with you now again, live music, good fun times. Well, and then last Sunday you're like, hey, Dina, I haven't been to Comfort since I moved there. That was like four years, five years ago. They were on my show, and I hadn't been there. And... Um, there was live music, and you called me and took me someplace I hadn't been for a while, and I connected with another musician and the other mu musician I knew, Mickey, and thank you for that. That was last, was that last week? Because I can't remember my life. Was that last week? Well, it was a couple weeks okay, back, good. but I just get a kick out of how you make all these connections on island, and you know everyone, you're like a little celebrity. Are you Dina Marie? <laughs> What was that? Oh, what was that one goodness. guy? I know his name now. Bob Craven. He's like Are you oh. Dina Marie, and he says I was crazy because I swam. I swam three hours last night in the fog. Oh wow! Because I know it's Amazing. almost over. It's almost over. And there was a um, heron just sitting right next to me, and people were like shocked because there's only two people out there with me. That heron wasn't moving, and I thought I thought he thought he was invisible or something. I don't know because it was so foggy. But 
with you and right. I. I was oh, go ahead. I was on the foggy beach and saw that heron, but I wasn't going to go in the cold water. You're pretty daring. <laughs> oh, how, did we just miss each other yesterday? Was it yesterday? I think so. Darn it. <laughs> um, because um, the, there wasn't much room to walk, so I just kind of headed back to the forest. Yeah, so, oh, well, it it was really special because it kind of cleared. Uh, the sun came through, and, and I could see the Olympic Mountains. And, and the island, how do I say it? It's pristine. One, it's Island County. That's Camano Island, which is where I used to live. It's pristine because... People used to, um, that was their retirement homes. So they would, they have Trustland trails and they have beaches with access to public. And there's not a lot of people there off season. This is the best time to be on the island because the leaves are changing and it's just, it's just gorgeous. But uh, so what's your favorite place? Name a few places that you've been that are are, like, how about the Earth Sanctuary? Have you been there? Oh, yes. Um, I, you know, love the mini Stonehenge and the Labyrinth, but I was really attracted to the Medicine Wheel, and they really hold space for that. They want you to remove your shoes and really show reverence, so I intend to go back when we get a dry day and do ceremony there. Yeah, and uh, the Earth Sanctuary Earth Day was really fun. I think it had 10 women and then uh, Chuck will tour people. So if you reach out to him, he will actually, you know, take you around and do some meditation with you. It's it's just almost out of this world. That's what I want. It's like almost out of this world. And Woodby Institute has this beautiful labyrinth. Um, and during the whatever that thing was, people would come out. And it was there were times there's nobody anywhere, not on a beach, uh, not at the sanctuary. And I felt like God had just given me this huge gift (laughs) so that's where I spent most of my time if I wasn't working I was outside right I'm I'm kind of that person too kind of introverted and just in my element when I'm alone in nature I just can't get enough of it I'm having a great time well and I was saying I had tickets to a concert that I gave up to somebody on the island and that night we were hanging out. It was Wednesday, and then that the musician came from Vegas or whatever. It was a kids band, and they were amazing. And I could sit there oh. right in front of them, and have a conversation after they played, and figure out who they were. And I'll probably have them on the show. But it's that's the one thing about Whidbey. It's the the musicians, which is one of my favorite things. Music, and I love the street dances when we get to dance. Um, that's during the summertime. But just local mm-hmm. musicians, like uh, the, the Wax Lips will be at Bailey's. Bailey's has Rosalie this Saturday. I just have to mention her because she is one of the reasons I got to uh, Whidbey and moved because she was on my show 2020. It was January 2020. Mm-hmm. And I had the distillery. I had Spoiled Dog Winery. I had the Bayview Tap Room. And I had Rosalie. And I promised her, because I used to book her at Pen Cove Tap Room, I'd get her on my show. So I did like a... Um, uh, in person off with my phone and I did each place the taproom spool dog would be island and then the um, winery mm-hmm. anyways and then she played her ukulele but it was too loud so we had to go upstairs where the Bayview healing suites were which is where I eventually have my office but the person that worked there said we could go in her room because it was too loud so she was being taped Rosalie playing her ukulele and then when I went out, they said, are you Dina Marie? And I said, yes. They said, we need a practitioner here. I said, well, I live on Camino. And anyways, Spoiled Dog asked me to watch their dogs. Whidbey Island asked me to stay there. In one 
night I had a place to live I had income <laughs> and oh, I had right. the baby healing suites and I think what you know we're talking about ritual or, or being mindful or having your higher voice lead the way if you keep listening it's going to get you in the right place at the right time and you now are my neighbor <laughs> yeah I mean I love that you took me to the Bailey Healing Arts Bayview Healing Arts Center because I would love to get more people like-minded, interested in conscious living, you know, um, meet more people and have a network of community of spiritual people. And it seems to be that here. And just everyone's real down-to-earth and friendly. I'm really impressed by that, too. (laughs) Little Island. And it's basically a ferry. And the ferry can be a little bit strange sometimes. And you might not get there when you think you're going to get there. But mm-hmm. it kind of makes it, because there's no way to drive on, South Woodby has just this nice little, it's a bubble. Don't you think it's a bubble? It is. And I like that ferry ride, too, you know, <laughs> get yeah. the, a sea breeze. I like it when I get up so early. I can see the sunrise. Today I saw, I think he said the planet was Venus. Uh, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's like like we just watched the sunrise here, and it, it the sun was up against the big buildings in Seattle, and now I can see the Olympic Mountains. But uh, we have uh, Baker from the island, the Olympic Mountains, Cascades, and um, what's the other island? Um, Mount Rainier. So depending on where you are on the island, you're oh, going to yeah. find beautiful views. And now the snow's back, so the snow's on the mountains, which makes them even closer. Mm-hmm. So just you wait, because it, when it starts snowing, those mountains are going to be right there in front of your face, and the, and the views are amazing. Well, I hope my husband and I are able to do some boating, because these waterways seem pretty um, safe, and you see a lot of different scenery, probably do some good fishing and crabbing. Oh, yeah, Saratoga Passage, and I'll help you guys out with that. I just had my friend from Camino Island visit on Sunday and uh, right off of Elger Bay and right there in Saratoga, there's all kinds of great places to crab fish off the head of Camino Island. And that's probably the safest place too. Saratoga Passage gets a little bit rougher on the other side, the west side. But yeah, the beaches are pristine and, you know, you can still see shells and glass and, but off season, you know, I, I don't suggest August or July to come to come to come to Camino or Whidbey it's just there's just way too many people the lines are too long but when you get to October November December is beautiful too all of those uh, the seasons but uh, right now is the best time to come to the island and, and visit if you want I'm just going to mention my retreat it is the 27th 28th 29th um, and it's the shaka reading which you've had uh, Reiki and then we're going to go to the earth sanctuary which I'm in the retreat center, so we're literally going to step out the door, and then there's all kinds of uh, places I'll take you, and then we'll go to Double Bluff, where the beach, you can walk it, and um, we're going to lift our spirits on Whidbey Island. If you want to be a part of that, you can reach me at dina-marie.com, and I was just, my light bulb went off um, about you doing ceremony with me again, (laughs) or sanctuary. Oh, that would be such a blast, because That day sounds very amazing. Anyone would be privileged to experience that because you're a really educated guide. You know all the ins and outs of this island, so I appreciate that. And I like to start the retreat with the Reiki and the reading because it it kind of uh, opens up parts of yourself that 
eh, I guess that's what I'm doing. I'm opening up parts of your blocks. And, and you know, if you're frustrated mm-hmm. and you're overwhelmed and you kind of just expand a little bit and then you go out into nature and you, you soak it up, you soak it up. But if we don't do the ritual or the, the ceremony or some type of intention work, you might just, I don't know how to say it. What do you think Reiki does? Well, I think it aligns you with a higher vibration where healing takes place. And that is a more personal connection with spirit for me. So sometimes we get really busy, you know, running errands and going to the job. And we're we're kind of not feeling that essence of God, you know, 24-7. So it's good to do a spiritual practice and and move with intention because then you're aligned with that. And then like miracles happen. <laughs> yep. You get some synchronicities. That's what you get. Um, right. And if you don't know what a synchronicity is, it's like three winks. And I know that Amy's on that path because somehow she's my neighbor now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just an idea. And um, th- that's, again, it's set- setting intention. So I start the day with gratitude, attitude. I say five things or more that I'm thankful for. And then I set my intentions for, for the day. And it's something sweet as like, you know, better health, exercise daily, get out in nature, uh, spend quality time with my family. Um, and I really enjoy doing the chakra readings. And I really like doing the Reiki. So that's why I try to have something that I do at least monthly to where I get to do what I came here to do. And the t- retreats, you can actually come out, you can come out anytime with me. And it's a little bit longer with the one-on-one, not at Earth Sanctuary, because we can kind of beander into Langley or Sometimes we have a glass of wine. Sometimes they go to the distillery afterwards. And um, it's more like a tour guide and a, a and a travel agent for your soul, I call myself. Like I used to do in Hawaii. We never knew where we were going to be in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. I like that travel agent for the soul. And I like that you custom designed um, e- retreats for the people's interests and desires. And also, if you, like I've, I have friends. They just texted me last night at 11 o'clock. We're on the island. They're from New Mexico. (laughs) And my Dwayne Smith, my friend, he's been on the show a couple times. But it's like one of the they're just they're kind of um, addicted to Woodby Island. So it's a great place to come and and retreat and and treat yourself well. And I want to thank you, Amy, for joining us this morning. Oh, it was my pleasure. This is the easiest um, radio interview I've done. (laughs) Back in the day, I did a few, and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? But you're such a good conversationalist. That's what it is. It makes the it easy. Triple Gemini girl. Yeah, it's like riding a bike. You never forget. <laughs> we never forget. Falling off a horse, that's another thing. But anyways, thank you, Amy, and I'll see you on the island. Okay, take care. We All right. Whidbey Island. Camano Island. Camano and Whidbey you can drive on. It's, uh, go Camano. Yeah. Would be Camano. Anyways, you can reach out, uh, check out all the links and stuff, and there's lots of places to go. We got... Bailey's Corner, uh, lots of local musicians. Rosalie is uh, tomorrow night, the ukulele player, super cute. And then we have uh, the Wax Lips. Yes. On October 20th, Clinton, Washington. Washington. Is that where it is? Okay. Bailey. All right. Woo! That's that coffee. Mm. So we're going to end the show with the Wax Lips. Mm. God bless America. You okay over there? <laughs> Help me out, Benny. <laughs> All right, earthsanctuary.org, dina-marie.com, or you can go to thewaxlips.com, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Instagram. The song is Take What You Want. Join us next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits.